Have you ever been reading a book and thought to yourself, if I keep saying the same thing mentioned several times, does that make it a symbol? Find out on this week's episode of How to Read Literature Like a Knight. I'm host Lily Ramsey here with co-host Jack Green. Thanks for tuning in to this week's show on Chapter 12 of How to Read Literature Like a Professor. In this episode, we will be discussing symbolism. So Jack, have you ever read a book and thought to yourself, if I keep seeing the same thing mentioned several times, does that make it a symbol? I've thought about that before. The answer to that question doesn't seem easy. The answer is actually a lot easier than you think it is. Most of the time, the answer is yes, it is a symbol. But what is a symbol? Well, Well, that's that's what what we're here here to to talk talk about. (laughs) A symbol is something that has multiple layers to its meaning in regards to the literature it is found in. So that being said, there are multiple symbols that can be considered to be common in literature, right? Yeah, sure. Examples of those symbols include colors, nature, weather, animals, and settings. Speaking on the symbolism of animals, one could say that the mockingbird in Harper Lee's To Killing Mockingbird is a symbol. Exactly. Mockingbirds can be interpreted to represent innocence by a quote from the main character Atticus stating that mockingbirds only do one thing and that is make beautiful songs for us to enjoy. We can also apply this concept of innocence to some of the characters in the book, hence making this concept of innocence and the mockingbird a key symbol in the story. But what about colors? What about them? Would it be a safe bet to say that color yellow is a symbol in F. Scott Fitzgerald's The Great Gatsby? Well, yeah. I would say yes if you can tell me what the color yellow represents. The color could represent a high social position like the one Gatsby holds. So with that being said, the color yellow might also represent everything that comes with having a high social position. Yes. However, the meaning is changed when Daisy comes into the picture. In her case, the color yellow could represent greed and luxury since she is referred to as a golden woman. Wait, the same symbol can have a dual meaning in one novel? Yes, because of the definition of a symbol. So in conclusion, a symbol is something that has multiple layers to its meaning in literature. Exactly. I think I get it now, but I don't quite understand how weather can be symbolic. If you're reading a story and the author tells you that it is stormy, what does that make you think? It makes you think of wild, wildness, kind of like the wildness of emotions found in Withering Heights between Heathcliff and Catherine. This wildness makes it so that we can say that the state of the weather was a direct correlation to the emotions between characters. So weather is symbolic? Yes. Let's talk about nature. What about nature? Nature is symbolic especially when an author describes the season. Seasons can be interpreted to represent the stages of our life. For example, the spring can represent the beginning of our life and the winter can represent the end of our life. That's exactly right. But don't get confused between symbols and allegories. What's an allegory? So think of it this way. A symbol has more than one job, but allegories have one mission to accomplish, to get one certain message across. Do you know any book that has an allegory in it? In George Orwell's Animal Farm, he wants his readers to get the point, not a point. And the main point in his book is how power corrupts people. 
Oh, that makes sense. So now that you know what some common symbols are and you understand what an allegory is, do you think you can answer the question, is it a symbol? Yes, I can. Because a symbol is something that has multiple layers to its meaning in literature. An allegory has only one meaning. Well, it sounds like we're coming to an end of our podcast. I hope everyone is able to recognize symbols much easier now when reading literature. Thanks for listening to our podcast on how to read literature like a professor. Take care and don't forget to trust your instincts when dealing with symbols and their meaning. And don't forget to tune in next week where we'll be talking about the political side of literature on how to read literature like a knight.